Welcome to the Co-Opera Sports Development and Research Foundation podcast, episode 4. This is your host, Goresh Pawar. Today we are going to interview a person who is a sports psychologist certified by American Board of Sports Psychologists and a master's practitioner in neurolinguistics programming from the Anchor NLP affiliated with the original body of neurolinguistic programming USA. She has a master's degree in applied psychology as well as a master's degree in business administration. She has worked with national and international athletes from various organizations like Sports Authority of India and Archie Association of India. She has worked with the Archie team that was preparing for Rio Olympics in 2016. She is currently associated with Bibin Narang Sports Promotion Foundation. As a sports psychologist, please welcome renowned sports psychologist Ms. Kirtika Pandey. Welcome Kirtika ma'am. Thank you Gaurish for such a big hearted introduction. I'm glad to be the part of the podcast today. Yeah, so we are honored to have you as our guest. We are going to talk a lot about her life, her work ethics and how she came to realization that sports and exercise is the field for her. So before we get started, I want to ask you a question. How are you doing in this pandemic and how this has affected the sporting world? Okay. So I think I would be true that at the start, there was complete uncertainty around us and it took me some time to really adapt to, you know, this whole scenario of social distancing, isolation and lockdown. But I found my silver lining eventually that I got time to spend with my parents at my hometown. So then, you know, I started following my routine and now everything is back at its pace. So it's good. As far as the sporting world is concerned, I think it's uh, affected drastically because uh, of the lockdown, every uh, sport facility is closed, uh, closed. The athletes are not able to train right now, you know, and they're uh, uh, on the field, they are not able to train. So I think the whole scenario has changed abruptly for them and it's taking a toll on their mental health as well. So again, we are working on that. We are trying to, you know, adapt to this new normal that is generated around us. Hopefully the situation will improve. And I think it has already started improving because um, the things are slowly coming back to track. Businesses are opening up. Sports facilities also in India, they have slowly started opening up. But of course, with the precautionary measures. So let's hope for the best. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So we will go deeper into the psychology during this pandemic for the athletes. But uh, let's start the life section. So the first question in the life section is, uh, what can you tell us about your early childhood life and how did it help you develop? Okay. Uh, So my childhood was nothing different than what we expect in a normal middle class family in India. So I was one of those kids for whom for some reason everybody assumed that I will be doing, you know, something big in academic sector specifically. So I remember this very incident at the very early age, my father encouraged me to be the best in whatever I do. And I think that was one thing that is still now, it motivates me in all different aspects of my life. I give my best shot to each thing that I really want to do. And when I look back, I also see myself as a determined kid who, you know, always had to do things on our own terms. 
and i believe somehow this has made a huge impact on my life as uh, it has given me a confidence to take decisions for my own self and also most importantly the ownership of those decisions so i think these are the two major aspects that really helped me develop as a person who i am today so uh, what we see here is doing what you're best in rather than following the same traditional path that others are following that's what critical madam is doing here so the second question for you is you have two master's degrees and that's a rare or i would say that's not normal it would be really interesting to know what goals and work ethics you used to follow during your academic life okay as i said uh, giving the best shot is something that was always in my head so during both my masters degree two rules which i followed were excellence and hard work so being in sports from the start i knew these two things that is excellence and hard work the, these things bring out the finest skills out of you so when you chase excellence you really don't compare your journey with others but with your own standard and you wish to raise it higher every time and in this process i think this process then gets augmented by your hard work so i made a point that in both my masters that every semester i worked a little harder than the previous one with the aim of raising my own performance so yeah that's all about it so one thing uh, i would like to ask every sports and exercise expert because there is like a myth going around uh, so which sports you used to play and how you used to manage your studies yes so um, i loved all sports since the start so i was so much fascinated that i remember when i was small i used to watch random sports matches on tv just by standing in front of tv screen even though i didn't used to know the rules or how the sport is played you would find me during the match any random match then slowly i started participating mostly all sports which my school offered at that time be it indoor or outdoor then moving ahead gradually i realized my capability as an athlete when i completed the uh, when i actually competed in running specifically 200 meter and 100 meter races then there was a point when it became my major focus so if i am not studying i would be running on a track field then uh, you know it Uh, when there is a question of managing my study so i'm glad that you you know mentioned about it because this is one of the major challenges any young athlete faces to you know manage studies and uh, sport at the same time so for me the aim was very clear it was to create a balance since uh, studies were always a priority and i was doing really uh, good in it as any indian parent would want my parents also wished that i pursue the field of academic only i must also also mention that there were lack of awareness about sports as a career available at that time consequently they were skeptical about me taking sports ahead as a profession so the real question is how i manage my sport uh, like sport instead of study so i made sure that i felt out time for my practices by following a proper routine that is what all things i have to complete in a day and in how much time Of course, then I had to make some sacrifices, like not being able to watch my favorite cartoons on the TV, since I had to rest and recover also within that window. But yeah, it was worth it. Yes, uh, we we have to make some sacrifices to. Uh, I I mean, any particular athlete needs to make some sacrifices to lead this life. 
so what would i ask to i mean follow up with the previous question is so you you said you used to play lots of games and also study but how these two things combine like sports psychologists would conduce both studying and applying your knowledge of sports in it so how how did you go into that field yeah so uh, that's again a very interesting um, you know anecdote so as i said my love for sport was from a very early stage of my life so later on during my graduation i developed a fascination towards the science of you know human brain that is psychology so i decided to pursue it further in order to know how the mechanism like how human brain works why we do what we do how we develop patterns which you know which lead to our behavior and so on and during my post graduation which was the masters in psychology i got to know about the opportunity to assist one of the leading sports psychologists in india and something you know struck inside me i just told myself okay this is the best thing that you can get for you sport and psychology the two things that fascinates you the most in one single frame i immediately you know sent my application the moment this news came to me a few interviews later i started my journey in the field of sport and exercise psychology with the system so yeah that's all about it yes ma'am that is uh, inspiring to hear because you you believed in yourself that you you would be great in this field and we are seeing that you are great in this field so uh, let's move on to the next question which is particularly similar to the other question are there any resources that have really helped you during your academic years or after that uh, when you say resource i would be talking about its generic meaning a source of uh, supply or support so i consider one of my most valuable resources are books i had always find my backing with books in any phase of my life as they upkeep me and for this particular thing i want to thank my english teacher at school ms geeta sen who pushed me into this habit of reading so much that now i have a personal mini library at my place so you know when i think about the resource particularly books are something which is you know the best support i could ever find yes ma'am would you like to uh, mention few of the books that has helped you so as for you know i read mostly non fictional books i don't uh, really like to you know study about um, fiction so most of the books which i you would find me reading would be related to psychology or psychology so any time i feel you know lost or i feel okay fine i need to know more about this so i would just pick up any particular book from that uh, you know area i would start reading about it so i won't name a single book if you ask me but then there are multiple books one of you know recent book i was studying about there is a concept called ikigai so in uh, japan this concept is really famous and i got so beautiful insight about you know how your uh, you know brain works and how you can e- easily achieve uh, uh, the state of flow the state of your highest performance so i would say that in at different phases of my life there were different books so there is no one particular so recently yes it's teaching guys yes it is important to know that the importance of books 
here that uh, books would uh, would be a good resources for you uh, so the next question for you is what do you wish you had known when you got your first major role as a sports psychologist uh, actually, it's quite a funny thing. I wish I had known that at times, at least sports psychology or a mental skills training is the easiest additional task than something they really should work on. Having said that, now uh, I see the scenario is changing for better. The awareness about significance of sports psychology is increasing so much that in fact nowadays at least directly approach me for improving their mental skills as they know, they are aware that even a small alteration can take them to either side of their performance. So now the scenario is changing and I'm happy about it. Yes, uh, we are happy too as it would be good for the sports development in India. So we're going to start our skills and experience section. So first of all, can you give us a general idea of what is sports psychology and how it would help athletes? Yeah. So as the name suggests, we can, you know, really um, from the name only we can get it, the combination of two things, sports and psychology. So it's a, it's a field which addresses the link or, you know, the interaction between the psychology and the sport performance. However, uh, if you go deeper into it, you'll get to know that it's kind of an interdisciplinary science. So we derive knowledge from various disciplines be it physiology, be it kinesiology, biomechanics and psychology all together to you know really influence the sport performance and well-being of athletes and their overall development because the mind and body both are interrelated and works as a single unit. So it is not just the study you know of psychology but we also study various disciplines within this field and then we apply that knowledge for the betterment of their athletes, for the betterment of our athletes. Uh, as um, how it would help or how it helps athletes is first thing that, you know, um, they get to train on their mental skills and which eventually adds to their performance and overall development as an athlete because it makes them at the very first place self-aware. They get to learn, they get to know what happens within their body or mind in different situations. And then we develop uh, strategies accordingly to deal with those kind of changes. So athletes get really great help in consistently performing to their maximum, you know, optimal potential. So at times what happens is uh, when they train, they perform really good. But when they go to the matches due to pressure, you know, uh, any critical moment, they are not able to perform to what they could have. So, with the help of sports psychology, the knowledge uh, you know that sports psychology provides, and with the help of mental skills training, they, they learn to con uh, actually execute those skills exactly the way they were doing in training, and also it uh, you know facilitates their personal development as an athlete. So, it is not just about the performance, but it also aids in learning, uh, you know, particular skills about their sport in a more effective way. Thank you, ma'am. So I would like to follow up with the, another question for this. So uh, according to the, my experience with other athletes and also my own experience that uh, we, uh, athletes think that only athletes with anxious feeling about the competition or any other feeling should uh, get the help of sports psychologists. So, what do, what do you think about that? 
uh, it's a major myth which is there and i think um, i'm really glad that you're asking very significant questions because uh, you know it's not it's that you are weak and that's why you you know you have to train your mind to you know and you need to uh, go to sports psychologist but you are already strong and to get stronger you need to train your mind so of course uh, feeling like uh, anxious or you know feeling uh, aroused these are the normal human uh, um uh, traits which get activated in critical moments so of course you get to learn about you know how to control all all these things but it is not a pre requirement or it is not a necessity that you feel anxious only when you go to a sports psychologist or a mental skills trainer it's it's like you are already if you want to perform consistently to a certain level you need to work on certain mental skills as well as you work on your technique as you work on your physical aspect so mental skills training also needs to take place simultaneously because you are already strong and you have to become keep on you know becoming stronger and stronger to actually develop as an athlete yes thank you ma'am so i would be following following up with another question uh, because there are lots of myths in sports psychologies because it's kind of a new thing in india so uh, the coaches thinks that uh, their athletes don't need sports psychologists and they try to be their sports psychologists themselves and try to guide them as you know indian coaches are try to push them uh, over in the competition so what would you like to say to the coaches uh i think uh, you know what uh, personally what i feel is that the coach is the first psychologist that a uh, you know athlete gets yes uh, they need to develop more awareness about the subject that is one point but because uh, coach is the you know most uh, like coach coach and athlete relationship is like the primary relationship which exists and it is very important that coach is aware about the sport psychology concept and they apply it as well as an expert or you know um, as an expert in the field your role comes as a sport psychologist when you see okay the coach may not be able to help the athlete beyond a particular point but the first psychologist that an athlete gets is the coach himself or herself the only idea is they really need to be open to you know enhance their learning on the aspects of sports psychology so there is nothing bad in being uh, you know kind of support to your training so that is my take off on absolutely ma'am so particular we have cleared almost um, many significant myths about the sports psychology here so we i would like to move on to the next question what do you think your unique skill is that has helped you become successful in this field okay thank you for the generosity gorish um and uh, as a sports psychologist or a mental health practitioner in general Uh, i deal with people from uh, different cultures and backgrounds having diverse set of personalities despite that 
I am able to achieve that connect with my clients or trainees, particularly through my patients. I have predominantly good observation and listening skills, which gives me the edge to reach to their you know core area of improvement. So I consider this as my strength. Okay, thank you, ma'am, for that. And uh, the next question for you is: What type of academic track any student should choose or focus from the beginning who wants to be in this field or be a sports psychologist? Okay, so uh, in India, psychology as a subject uh, starts from the school itself, uh, like from eleventh or twelfth standard or junior college. So if someone is sure about making a career in this field, they can always opt it from school. However, if not, then one can start the journey from graduation itself, having a psychology honors or psychology major as a degree. Specification in sport and exercise psychology comes later in the picture during master's degree in most of the cases. However, uh, if you talk about India, current scenario is that very few institutions are offering a degree program. Like a national sports university, I think. Uh, has recently you know started a, a program on this particular area so it's still an upcoming thing in our country so we have to rely on institute outside india most of the time yes ma'am uh, that would be uh, really amazing if we could uh, get the sports psychology into as much as uh, institutions as possible here and that's what you're doing with your foundation uh, another question I want to ask you regarding the career in sports psychology is uh, can you give us some tips on how to build your CV or resume? Yeah, so um, I think apart from the necessary courses and certification that you need to do to enter the field, I strongly recommend that you start uh, your career by training, getting, you know, trained with someone who is already there in the profession as it makes the whole process really smooth. You can learn from their experiences at the beginning. So take all the internship projects or trainings, however small they may seem to you at the establishment of your career, because this experience would hold its true value when you deal independently with your clients. And with time and experience, your own performance on field would build your CV stronger. Yes, ma'am. So, following up to the DAP question, what do you think would a person need as a quality and skills to be successful in this profession? Now, there is no specific prototype or a template that one needs to follow for being successful. Having said that, there are certain skills like you need to be aware of even, you know, the minute change that happens with athlete psychophysiology. So you, you should be highly observant and alert while, on, uh, while you know, you're working on field with them. Also, uh, flexibility is something which is really required because every athlete is different, having unique strengths and areas of improvement. So it is mandatory that you are flexible while you're designing their individual training plans. Apart from it, patience is another quality that is involved when you're working with diverse set of individuals. Again, I would add one more skill is that you need to be a really good listener so that you know you you can get to the core area of improvement rather than uh, you know uh, uh, roaming 
around in a wrong direction yes ma'am uh, the last one uh, having a good listener is a pretty good one you need that always uh, so we yeah. are yeah we are moving on to the your experience uh, of your life so you have worked with numerous national and international athletes uh, what can you tell us about your experience with them and how do they uh, differ from our indian athletes yeah so uh, i think the experience is quite vivid and exciting since i have been dealing with clients of different age cultures backgrounds so there is a radical difference in the temperament first of all so you know to handle each of them i have to be very particular in my training also so if you if you want to train a 13 year old and a 25 year old a specific skill the approach becomes really different for both of them also if somebody is from a different part of the world or a different part of the country then also the approach should depend on how they perceive a particular concept so every athlete i have come across has been so dis- distinctive and exclusive in their own capacity that i have to you know contemplate vigorously before finalizing a training program as per their individual personality So I've trained players who have won various national and international medals, and there has not been a single time when the approach was exactly the same for any of those athletes. Yes, ma'am. So what I want, what want to follow up with that is, what do you think, uh, as compared to the international athletes from out of India, how do they uh, compare? Where do our Indian athletes lack in mental strength uh, compared to the international athletes? i don't believe that they lack mental strength it is the awareness which is lacking within us so um, what happens also in india is that the you know awareness of uh, mental skills training or you know sports psychology that comes from a very early stage in india this thing is now developing so it's not that we are mentally lacking strength but it is the awareness that we were lacking and now the scenario is slowly changing for better yes ma'am and we we would hope to be uh it's developing as for psychology now the next question uh, would be you are associated with gagan narang sports promotion foundation what would you like to tell us about that So Gagan Arun Sports Promotion Foundation (GNSPF) basically, so it's an initiative of Mr. Gagan Arun, who is an Olympic bronze medalist in 10 meter rifle shooting, and Mr. Pawan Singh, who is a Joint Secretary of National Rifle Association of India. And uh, this foundation has set up the premier shooting academy in India, Gun for Glory. So Gun for Glory uh, is making shooting sport accessible at the grassroots level, and it provides world-class infrastructure and training facilities to all the athletes right from the start to the elite level. So it's my, you know, my absolute pleasure to be associated with it in the capacity of a sports psychologist. I'm primarily working with the their program, Project Lead, which is predominantly aiming, uh, you know. training of exceptionally talented shooters in the youth and junior category apart from training a few elite shooters um, of the academy itself so uh, we work as a team of you know coaches uh, and then uh, there are physiotherapists there are physical trainers so we work in a team we decide a training program and then uh, 
we uh, we ensure the uh, improvement of shooters by following individualized training program for the entire year uh yes ma'am we are really uh happy to have i mean veteran athletes doing something like this to give their experience uh to the new athletes in india and we are really glad that you are associated with them and so the next question uh is really as an entrepreneur for you it would be really interesting to me and for our audience to know more about inner focus institute of mental strength that you have founded so what can you tell us about the institute So as the name suggests, in a focus institute of mental strength, I founded and established this institute to develop mental strength of athletes and even the general population by following similar training methodologies by which I have trained multiple national and international athletes. At in a focus, uh, we are offering programs to athletes and you know corporates to optimize their performance. We are also taking individual sessions for athletes. homemakers and any individual who is willing to work on their personal growth apart from this additionally we are also you know offering consultation to people who are suffering from any disease any physical disease or illness or mental disease since every disease is manifested at the mental level first so we provide uh, you know consultation for that as well and as of now since uh, there is a complete lockdown we are offering online workshops for everyone so there is a each specific workshop focuses on utilizing the lockdown period in developing you know their mental skills and resilience so that when they are back on the field they are in good mental form apart from this we are also offering workshops which are majorly focused on mind body mechanism like you know providing insights about how your mental conflicts get generated and then how they affect your body how you can work on enhancing your immunity and you know be safe in this pandemic so that is uh, the current uh, we are offering currently we are offering all these programs yes ma'am so uh, as i said before that we will be diving a little deeper uh, during this psychology of the athlete during this pandemic so i uh, what i would like to ask you is uh what would the athletes should be focused on during this pandemic as they are restricted from working out so how do they focus on increasing their mental strength or uh, keep sane during this time yeah so uh, first and foremost thing is that um, every athlete has to follow a particular routine at this point of time it is really important to have a routine because things are so uncertain around us um, and you know this whole situation is very new for us so our brain is trying to you know get more and more information about it by keeping us in the alert mode so whenever you are in the alert mode your relaxation system shuts down so for coming back uh, you know to the relaxation it is really important that you come back to your normal routine first so Uh, for athletes, I would say they need to really plan out the activities for a day, and they really need to, you know, stick to those activities, completing all those tasks, and that that particular routine needs to be followed for the you know entire week. So everything has to be planned before, and then they have to approach it accordingly. Second thing is they, what I suggest to all of the athletes is at this particular of time. 
focus on the things that you can control. There are certain things that you cannot control, like when this lockdown is going to get over, or, or you know how other people are reacting when I'm you know locked down with my family members, how they are reacting to me, or you know whether uh, I would be you know back to you know, training in the same form where I was training before. So these are the things that are really not in your control, and you cannot predict it. What is in your control is your routine your attitude at this point of time, how you're approaching this situation, you know, and uh, whatever activities you do in your day, your diet, your physical activities that you do. So these are the things that you can control. So focus on the things particularly that you can control. Third, very important thing is practice mindfulness at this particular time. So be at the present moment. Work on your, you know, uh, mindfulness by working on your breath. So these are certain things which are mandatory if they, if they really want to be in a good, healthy state of mind. Yes. Uh, thank you, ma'am, for these great advice for the athletes who are listening to our podcast. Uh, so we are coming into the last two questions of this podcast. So the next question is, what advice would you give to someone who is wanting to enter this profession of sports psychology? Uh, first thing I would say, uh, not just as a sports psychologist, but as a mental health practitioner overall, that, you know, mental health is a really serious business. So when you enter this profession, the first thing that you really need to work on is spend more time on finding out the right issue or area of improvement when you're working with a client, even uh, more time than the actual training if it mandates. You know, because dealing with a complex machine like human brain requires delicacy and, you know, precision. And since sports psychology is a, is a, is an excellence driven field, so it becomes essential that you work precisely on the area where it is required if you're aiming to get desired results. Furthermore, be persistent on your approach. So whatever you're doing, be persistent on that. Yes, thank you, ma'am. So we have uh closing up some myths and we have given some advices during the podcast so the last question would be your opinion so what type of changes you would like to see in indian sports and exercise sector um i would say this is like a personal thing from my side i would say acknowledging the role of psychology in sports so the initiation of the same has already started in few sports yes uh, but if we really want to, you know, keep on developing plenty of world-class athletes, mental skills training is mandatory along with their physical and technical training. You know, we need to nurture and train their mind from the very early stage of their sporting career so that it aids in their development as an athlete and it doesn't seem alien to them when it is introduced at the later stage of the, their career. Because what happens is when you reach to an, you know, certain level, or, you know, an elite stage, then suddenly you are asked to do mental skills training. So it has to really start at the very early age. And the role of sports psychologist, I believe, should be full-time and not like once in a while thing. As to develop a mental skills, you require proper training regimes, and it has to be monitored thoroughly all the way through observations and assessments, and even during competition. I would say the presence of a sports psychologist is uh, highly recommended because 
uh, at the real you know critical scenario at least show their uh, patterns or how they actually behave so their presence at a competition is also kind of you know essential to thing so in my view i would like to witness this often so we as a sports organization uh, would uh, help the sports psychologists to get acknowledge in the sports sporting industry and i i, I hope that uh, the indian sports industry would change and acknowledge the sports psychology which is one of the mandatory and most important part uh, of the, any athlete's life so thank you ms kirtika pandey for such a good inspirational talk and good advices We at Kolhapur Sports Development and Research Foundation wish you best luck for your future endeavors. Okay, thank you so much. It was really nice talking to you, and I'm glad that you you know you asked significant questions because these are certain things which are really need to be cleared, or you know which we need to talk often about these things. Also, at one thing, especially during you know this difficult time and. otherwise also i would like to say as you said that you know people feel um, that if they feel anxious or if they you know have kind of panic situation then only they need mind training so it's not that you don't train your mind because you're weak you train it because you're strong enough to know that you can be better yes ma'am this is that that is the most important point of our today's conversation So the next question is for our audience uh, did you find inspiration or critical information from this podcast if yes then don't forget to share this podcast with your friends check out your youtube channel and subscribe to this podcast because there are most more successful people to come this is ksjr podcast thank you for listening see you next time